0: look like we know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah this field oh, yeah. is so huge it's just so huge i mean yeah, there's a lot of
1: information of history yeah there's a lot of information what out I found,
0: what i found is sometimes you'll find a story and there's three or four different variations of it because it's just like you know say we have a, a book on lincoln well, we probably have 100 books on lincoln so yeah you have a book called Lincoln, it's like, which Lincoln book? Well, it's the one yeah. by so-and-so and so-and-so. And if you compare <laughs> the books, it's all the same person, but everybody has a different perspective of the same mm-hmm. history. Yeah. And so it's slightly different. So I've seen that it's almost exact same wording. Oh, and then sometimes somebody will translating tablet A and uh, it's undamaged, right? Or, or it has more parts shown than someone t- uh, examining in another the part of the world be yep. It's a sick story, but the, they'll say, wipe that out, text, and just dots, mm-hmm. and then they'll pick it up again. So then you're like, what? What were they saying? Yeah, yep, <laughs> so you're right. It's really, yeah. it's really a fun feel. Yeah.
1: Uh, and that, that's why I'm glad, I'm glad you guys are willing to do this because, you know, like I said before, people get on Facebook and they'll just troll and do whatever they want to do. And it's, it's just crazy that that's the way they are. But um, I, I honestly truly want to know. So I'm going to ask questions and, you know, and I challenge people all the time. People would tell me, hey, well, this is what this what this was, what this person said. So I say, so where did they get their sources from? And they'll say, well, I don't know. And I say, well, you didn't do enough research because you're supposed to know what you read and where they got their information from. Also, well, like, you can't just say right. like it, it would be ignorant for me just to say, um, let's just say, um, Hey, I read Doctor Sasha Lesson's uh, information, but I don't know where he got it from. I don't know what school he's he attended or anything like that. I just know that he said that. That wouldn't give him credit, due because um, he spent years and has an, a, a college education on 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 some of this stuff. So it would be ignorant for me not to even acknowledge that he has that 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 that, that education well, and that information.
0: Sasha's yeah. a college professor, and so he's trained you always. Uh, quote your
1: sources. Yeah, but that's what I mean, I'm saying. All- is it it would it would so it gives, it takes away from from him if I wasn't if I was to just say oh well I just read it in his book and that's it and not instead of saying well I read it in his book and this is his credentials so this is why I believe him because of this you know or right. I don't believe him because whatever the reason may be the point is is I'm, I I like to give what credit is due I mean I have seen his credentials so of course I was like yeah I, this is this is the, per- he's the perfect person right now to talk to when it comes to the Anunnaki. And the reason why I say that is because he- y'all have worked with, with Zechariah Sitchin. Zechariah Sitchin is no longer here. So, I mean, yeah, his niece is here and stuff like that. But um, from what I understand, he asked you guys to help him bring this to the world's that's attention. Right. What better person right. should I talk to other than the man himself that's, uh, uh, Dr. Sasha Lesson, Zachariah Sitchin is no longer here to speak. So I'm Great. pretty sure um, having somebody who worked with him, who has a college education, because you know, everybody's always asking for credentials. They want to know you have what college you've went to, what's your credentials, this and that, blah, 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 how many years you've done it. Even though none of that really matters, um, because anybody is able to look up information today, but they want that. And I really honestly believe Dr. Sasha Lesson, you are the man to talk to. You should be on the History Channel with all those other guys, George Sucilo, Eric Von Donegan. You have the credentials, you have the back up backup information. Not only that, those so same people that I just named, they 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 they, they admire Zachariah Sitchin also. They also say, hey, this is what I've read from his books you're his you were his from what I understand you were his
2: right-hand man pretty much you know what I mean so I, I, I see I, it well, that way. it's what's different is, is about what I do is that I'm a college professor and so we have to talk like we're right like we're talking to intelligent 12 year olds <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so to make it in ordinary English that uh, any uh smart teenager can understand. That's what that's it's a talent that I have, and so that's he asked. That's why he asked me to do it. What he yeah. asked a group of us to do, he said, write <laughs> write letters to the editors when they're mentioning something about uh, some dis- all the discoveries they're going to be sh- telling you. In am I looking point. in the wrong, wrong place? Yeah, yeah.
0: They're going to be talking
2: about all the discoveries they're going to be making in astronomy, and mm-hmm. every time they do, write a thing to the. Uh, letters to the editor of all the magazines and say the Sumerians said that so many years ago and now you're just finding it and so he was very conscious of wanting the general public to know what he had to say yeah. and
1: he brought he um I did I just did a, a podcast discussion with uh Jim Willis he wrote a he has a book uh, called um Ancient Gods and um it was we had a discussion. He he was talking about Zachariah Sitchin and also, you know, what I've really, really honestly enjoyed about um from reading your website, because your website has hours and hours and hours of information. <laughs> People just don't understand that you 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 have information out there. And when I asked you, I think it was almost a year ago now, um, to do this uh this podcast discussion, like I said, I asked you because um your first of all, your credentials. Like I said, everybody wants credentials. So you have credentials. You're a college professor, so you know how to speak. You know how to give, you know how to um uh, use the use, use the correct words. You know how to make you should you know how to make people understand. You teach people, so that's another, that's another side thing. And then on top of that, you also you're you're also open-minded. So that helps out too, because a lot of people are closed-minded, they only believe one thing or they believe one thing and don't even and it might just be something you know outlandish or crazy just like um anything anybody can think of but they they won't believe something they just they're just basically stuck in their beliefs and nothing else matters and i mean what i mean by that is like like for religion in religion, many people believe in gods, okay? No matter what religion you have, uh, there's different different gods or whatnot. So when it comes to those different gods, there's different religions. And with those different religions, there's mentionings of, no matter what religious text you read, there's the mentionings of different, different, different gods. So that means there's multiple gods, multiple religions. That means there's multiple possibilities, multiple theories. But Maybe people just—I mean, it could be one out of a thousand theories out there, and one out of those thousand theories, all of them have a connection some way, somehow. You just got to be open-minded enough to look for it.
2: Beautifully said. Right on. <laughs> That's exactly. I agree. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: So we actually got flown over for um, ancient aliens, mm-hmm. but this was—I don't know one of the first first second third years and we'd never have seen it but we don't know if they used it or see what happens when you get filmed by people they could do whatever they want with the material right they they sometimes catch things in the future you know when it's relevant right yeah yeah. and and then the other thing we noticed is they weren't asking us about about the anunnaki Weird subjects that we didn't know anything about. So,
2: so you're so, saying I you was, were
1: already you were already talking to them in the we past. We got
0: filmed by them. We oh, don't you know if it. they ever used any of it. We haven't okay. watched all. Okay. The we
2: TV failed the audition. Season. Okay.
0: Or, or, oh, you failed that. They maybe just like.
2: But
1: see, and, and you know,
0: <laughs>
1: it's it's funny that. Like that. <laughs> It's fun it's funny that you say that it, it, don't know it's, <laughs> it, it's really, really, really funny that you say that because um the very first episode i like ancient aliens i like the show because it it it, 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 it it's it's entertaining i mean I, i'm not going to say anything negative or, or good about it i'm just going to say it's very entertaining right. it's, 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 it's an entertaining yeah. show and i I watched the first episode and i believe it came like in, out in march or something like that it was the basic the first show was basically the book that they have kevin burns has a book that he published about ancient alien and that book is basically the first episode I mean the very first episode, and there's some things in the book that he left out that was actually in the in the show. And um when I watched the show, there was this and I love Giorgio Suculos because he 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 has um he has a personality. That's what I want to say. Oh, yeah. he has a personality. We know and but um I was I was um uh, and I always wanna ask him because um and hopefully one day I'll be able to talk to him on my podcast, but I always wanted to ask him, what did he met when he was in the pyramids in Egypt? Because there's a part in the episode where he was talking about he was in the pyramids or some type of chambers or something like that. And there was a group of them, didn't say how many, or at least I don't remember how many it was. But he talked about that it was so dark in there that um, nobody could see. And uh, he said that, uh, he said in so many ways that he grabbed his lighter out of his pocket and to give them some light, he ignited his lighter, and his ignite his lighter was. He said that he couldn't ignite his lighter, like meaning that there was enough, there wasn't enough oxygen in the lighter to light the flame. Huh? But I, what I did was, is I googled because I'm very curious when I hear stuff like that. So what I did is I googled how much oxygen is needed to light a flame, and it's, I can't remember exactly how much it is. I want to say it's somewhere. I know it's below uh I think it's like 16 percent or something like that and um then I looked up uh and then I looked up how much oxygen is needed for a human being to breathe or to, uh-huh. to to inhale and exhale to survive without oxygen deprivation. and what I learned is is that for me you and everybody else if we're standing still, it takes somewhere between 20 twenty one percent of oxygen. For us to breathe, and that's so we don't get oxygen deprivation, which can cause you know um, uh, brain damage if, if it's long periods of time. And but what's curious is because the Ancient Aliens show seemed like a wow factor when I first watched that episode because he made it, it they the way they cut and pasted that part, they made it seem like that they could walk, there could be multiple people walking those chambers or pyramids or whatnot, inhaling and taking all that oxygen. But for some reason, he wasn't able to light a lighter. It kind of made me think like, um, is this trying to be an exaggeration or are they trying to make a wow factor to make people want to watch the show? But something like that, that's very easily researchable, kind of puts you like, what the rest of the show do I have to do this to the rest of your episodes because I'm wondering why 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 did you do that because they made I'm telling you it's why if you ever get the chance watch that episode it's the very okay, very okay. first episode and it talks about Georgia because it has to do with the light bulb that uh the pyramid that the ancient Egyptians are supposedly have invented to create so they can you know do their drawings in the pyramids that oh, yeah. didn't have light. And because of the the, the 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 fire didn't leave any markings on the walls, you know, from the suit sl- or whatever, they right. think that they had an invention where they actually built light bulbs. But just to think that they made it seem like <laughs> that he was able to walk around and there was a few of them in the pyramids and stuff like that, taking up oxygen. But for some reason there wasn't enough oxygen to light his lighter, it made me kind of be like, Man, what? Aside
0: but... on that story, and mm-hmm. I went to, uh, to see J.J. Hurtalk in the late nineties. It was like ninety. Well, I came here in ninety-seven, so I've been ninety-six. It could mm-hmm. have been ninety-seven. He did a workshop in Honolulu, and so I went to a presentation. And they they had a video, which was a, the old real, you know, put the real one the thing back in. And they had gone into the pyramid, the Great Pyramid. Mm-hmm. And they started to sing the names of God. Mm-hmm. So there was a group in there and they all started singing all the names of God. And and then this light just came up from nowhere
2: mm-hmm. and
0: totally illuminated the entire inside of the pyramid. Awesome. Oh, and he wow. had that he had that recorded and I went, Oh wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now that was back with, you know, a real camera and mm-hmm. you know, processing and developing it, putting on a yeah. So a scientist, yeah. And so I, I don't think that was fake. No. And so maybe that's how they illuminated it. But it didn't I try to Yeah.
1: That that's possible. There's a possibility. And I'm glad you brought that up because that, that's that's going to be interesting. That's going to add to the to the theories. But I think what I think it was just more interesting to me because you guys said that you basically failed the audition um maybe they were looking for a certain type of people that um that uh in my eyes had a had a wow factor to it because that was a wow factor i was but it also kind of threw me off the very first episode actually kind of threw me off because it, i was like <clears throat> I, I, I maybe i'm still wrong maybe i'm thinking about it wrong and hopefully somebody will catch this and say hey look hey, you're wrong, you're thinking of it wrong, but I literally looked it up. It, it, it does say that it takes more oxygen for a human to survive without uh, oxygen deprivation than it is to light a
2: lighter. He sh- they should have been able to light a lighter, you know? So- it's You know, so- you're so right. They do stage things. I remember when uh, uh, Jen and I were uh, promoting uh, polyamory on the Lisa Gibbons show and they, they asked, hey, you know, would you guys, Mind posing this away and that away, and enacting this and that, uh, mm-hmm. and all getting in bed together for our camera and so forth. And we said, "Sure, we'll do that." And it, and so I, if I so, so if, since I recognize that I did that, oh. I. You hit my show. <laughs> I I understand if <laughs> other people Yeah,
0: they, they stage uh, things. We've been on ten television shows. And, 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 and uh, I don't hold stage, it again. <laughs> they stage things a lot. And <laughs> mm-hmm. they they strip things out and, um anyway, we're, we're we're taking a lot of time on this, but um
1: well we, we can just do them. this one this one can be just a commentary one for today. You I mean we don't have to <laughs> do a slice <slash> today, <laughs> but, we could just do we another.
0: Have a really nice But
1: we can just chat. Yeah, we can do another 15
0: minutes.
1: Chat with us, honey. That way, that way. See, see, this is a perfect opportunity. This is perfectly what you said. I don't know if you remember what I said the very first uh, time we did this. I said I wanted you guys to be as natural as possible because... Um, I feel oh, like man. when I when I watch TV, when I watch these documentaries and stuff like I didn't know how editing was like when um I didn't like when I started my podcast and everything, I didn't know that you could stop and retake and redo it and redo it. And it's all about um you know, making sure everything lines up perfectly. And there's a whole mess to to make it look good. But when you make it look yes. good, you notice that it's also some of the stuff is fake. Like when I did my podcast, when I do my podcast, I do it as natural as ever. I can do it at that moment. Like I don't do too mm-hmm. many retakes. If I mess up, I I'll, I'll just keep rolling. If I, if I don't know how to pronounce a word, that's fine. You know why? Because I read the word. I just never heard nobody say the word. So I have no problem pronouncing right. the, the, the word wrong. And if anybody is so focused on me pronouncing the word wrong, maybe they should think about it and say, hey, maybe he read it somewhere and I never heard nobody say it. So let me get him on. Let me talk to him on his, on his podcast because I'm always on my podcast. I'm always wanting to talk to people. And, uh, you know, it's amazing to me that a lot of people take the time to bash people for what, what they do and what they don't know. I know there was a time when I was just like, um, how do people don't know this? But that's only because I was looking at ignorant eyes. When I was little, I was, I'm was i not going to say little, but when I was growing up as a kid, um, they made it seem like in school, if you didn't know something or remember something, then that was your fault, and you're just a little behind, and you're not going to you're not going to make it that far in life, which is not true because we all learn at different paces and stuff like that. That's why everybody reached their reach goals, you know, at different paces, and goals can be subjective. Some people might want a big old house, and somebody some people might just want a condo. So some people will work just hard enough to get that condo and live comfortably without having to bust their butt to live in a mansion. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's different. To me, it's different ideas on how things can be achieved. And uh, when I was talking, to, uh, when I did this, this, this the discussion earlier with Jim Willis, um, he said something that was uh, that I just thought about with you guys. If this was the old nineteen nineties and early two thousands, we probably would never even have these type of discussions. Um, I would probably right. have read your books, and that's about it. But I would never been able to have this close of a connection with you where I can talk to you with your innermost thoughts and stuff like that about the Anunnaki and ancient times and stuff. But now with technology, um, I'm able to speak with you guys and we're allowed to share our ideas and stuff like that. And I really feel like that's what the world needs because when I started my website, I wanted to bring people together. This was two years ago before I started my podcast. I wanted to bring people together to have great discussions because uh, I, I'm not sure if you know who Dr. Michael S. Heiser is. Do you know who that guy is? He's supposed to be the guy. Yeah. He made basically he made the website called Sitchin is wrong. And um, right. first of all, I'm going to okay. personally say, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm me personally, I'm going to say that that something Zechariah Sitchin really touched Michael S. Heiser because he really made a website. I don't know how he came up with that that website name, but he made that website according to based off of what Zechariah Sitchin believed but I felt like when you bashing people and you're telling people that they that they're, they don't know how to do this and I want to debate you the, the worst thing the one thing that I learned on my journey is the word debate automatically means let's have an argument you prove your case I prove my case type thing. it's <laughs> um, that that's basically what people take it as I mean I I and it's weird because all I want people to do is be like, hey, look, this is what I read here. And then the next person will be like, hey, this is why I read it here. Combine notes. And we come up, We you never know what we might come up. We might come up with something totally different. It might be the most accurate of them all because we came together as a team instead of sitting here saying, well, I don't believe what you say, but I want you to listen to this.
0: So let, let let us give you a little bit of backstory on, on the Sitchinites and what Sitchin did. Mm-hmm. So Sitchin, before we met Sitchin, he took groups all over the, the world. Mm-hmm. And they'd in, I you don't know, 10, 20, 30 people. And they sure. would all go to Egypt, place mm-hmm. and then they went to all the museums. And, and Sitchin would buy, collect cuneiforms and artifacts. So when he died, he had the largest collection rubbings. of cuneiforms and, and artifacts in a private collection in the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, and I, I can't, there's some things that I can't say because it's the politics of the family and it would be appropriate. And I don't want to bash or, you know, say anything wrong about anybody. Right, but right, or have anybody
1: interpret it wrong.
0: He, he was, he was um, a character and that's mm-hmm. the way I describe him. And uh, he would have his uh, presentations, and he would just have um, slides, you know, regular ones with projectors, projector slides, and we'd gather and listen to him, and we'd do it for a weekend, and then all the people chatted, and then every year they would take these group photos, so we were in like a, a dozen of these group photos. Mm-hmm. But, Those people were old. (laughs) (laughs) Most of them are dead. At that Mm. point, we were towards the young end Mm. of that group. So if you research I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to Jennifer Stein. She lived in Philadelphia, and she would go up to Sitchin's house. She was a um, a filmmaker. And um, Sitchin was very protective of his information because of the Michael Heisner's of the world so when we met in 90 we met him in 97 because um we were friends with the cody and robin johnson who ran the prophets conferences sasha knew them personally i came over fell in love with sasha moved in with sasha and he says, we got to meet my friends michael or, i mean cody and robin johnson and i was like, "What?" <laughs> I know they yeah. run the property conference. It's like small world. I go, they're coming over for dinner. Like, oh like you know, it was like, wow. Mm-hmm. So they invited us to work the green room at their, mm-hmm. their conferences. And they had people like Stephen Greer. This is like uh 19 uh, 98, right? Um, and then they had the first certification program for Zechariah Sitcher, mm-hmm. And we said fine stuff. So they they let us in so we got to work, and they let us in, and it was, it, was, it was just wonderful. We were just like, wow. Now, when I went to Dr. Blessing, he was on a different path, and I put, uh, what was that book? The Gods of Eden on the back of his toilet. They <laughs> didn't know how to say, how you know, how do you tell your new uh, life partner that you're an abducting experiencer and you're into all this UFO and alien stuff? So it sat there for a little while. And then he came out one day and he says, is there more of this? I go, yeah, there's this guy called Zachariah Sitchin. So this is before we met Sitchin. So we went down to, remember, Borders? We went down to Borders. We bought everything we had on the shelf. And then we looked it up in their computer. And we ordered everything else. So it was before Amazon, right? Yeah. And,
2: <laughs>
1: um,
0: <was> <laughs> Josh gets obsessed. Obsessed with it's all stitch and stuff. And he, and he, when he reads a book, he puts notes and he underlines things and he, you know, and he cross references. So mm-hmm. before we knew it, he was off and running. And so that the first one in uh, the certification, what was it, Santa Fe, right, New Mexico? Mm-hmm. He's my brain. Um, Jennifer Stein was there recording. All the people there, you know, she was video videotaping everybody, and it probably was a real camera, <laughs> not a no cell phone.
1: And uh, <laughs> you she, said she, little camera, phone you phone. mean one of the big old cameras, <laughs> like but, this, yeah, thing. the big
0: old, right? Yeah, <laughs> and and Richard Huglund came, <clears> and <throat> it's just a, it was wonderful. All these people showed up, and they and they sat people down in the hall, like the experts. And they invited Sasha because he had, a, you know, degree as an anthropologist from UCLA. Yeah. And so yeah. When that's another made... credential
1: I was talking about his anthropology.
0: Yeah. So when they finding when Sitchin died in 2010, uh, within a year or so, we're at um, international UFO conference and they have a film festival. Mm-hmm. So we're watching the the film festival, and all of a sudden I hear this voice like oh, that sounds familiar. And that was such a talking and then and they had not speaking before and I went, Oh, so it, anyway, he he had only been studying for a short while and mm-hmm. he had pretty much massed the information. And he's he's saying all this stuff that was so good. Uh that even like uh what's that guy's name? She she the the lawyer. uh what's his name? I think something like that. Uh, so it, they chose him to, to be part of this. So you can watch it on YouTube, it's called I remember Zechariah or Sitchin or. That's right. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can, you can watch that. And there's a there's my young man, Sasha the Young Man. <laughs> Sasha, you know, <laughs> it's been the first year of, of uh, starting to study him. So now that group is still together, loosely organized. I don't think it's really organized, but you know, I think anyone knows who everybody is, is Jennifer Stein. If she even wasn't in the group that went traveling, she started taking her own groups after, and then she she um, made the movie. Um, what's the guy's name? Um, Fireless uh, guy, oh, Travis Walton. Uh, yeah, Travis, Yo, I'm Travis you, Walton. I'm telling you,
1: that's what got me into when I was a little kid. I can't remember how old I was, but I know it was during the it was during this time frame, the summer time frame, because I know because my dad used to make um he used to take Christmas lights and make either a Christmas tree or a, a star on our windows for with the Christmas tree so it was always cool so like he'll plug it in and well our windows would be lit up with either a Christmas tree or or, or a star or something and I remember um I remember that because uh I used to <laughs> I watched that movie Fire in the Sky when I was a little kid. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, being a little kid, our imagination, you know, is so wild now. You know, today is not that much because CGI takes in a lot of our imagination these days. But, uh, you know, back then watching that movie, it didn't have like, it didn't have none of that stuff. So when I watched that movie and I seen and I learned about and I had already knew about UFOs and stuff like that. And when I was a little kid. I never could understand what's the difference between the many different gods or a God in the Bible or an alien. I didn't, I couldn't understand what was the difference because they're both from outside of Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> At least that's how I understand. So yeah, alien right. and God basically means the same thing to me. It's just whether you want to be an extra, an ancient alien theorist, or if you want to be a religious person, to me, there's really no difference, but, and I would, i would love to talk about that in the future, but <clears throat> when i watched that 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 movie um i was like i got more interested in aliens and he was very sure and factual about what he was saying he was he was saying look this happened to me like this i got abducted okay they did these experiments on me or tried to at least um they 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 had me in these in this i don't know this this I don't know this coffin-like thing. I mean, they had them. They in this silicone, and it was just so weird how they how they had them. But he was honestly saying, "This is what happened to me," and that was like the first real story that I heard of an abductee. I was I can't remember. I was probably like 10, 11 years old, maybe younger than that. And then I, I heard about
0: yeah. And second. then
2: yeah, I watched that movie when it, I watched that movie yeah, every yeah. Time, like once in the blue moon. This is Jet. Jen actually hypnotized him, and 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 got to the real story of what oh, really was happening. Yeah, I would, I would yeah. love to
1: have a. Just, if y'all if you guys have contact with him, I would love to have a discussion with him. Shoot, sure. I mean, well, he, I, he,
0: I'm not sure what he's doing. I think he's kind of retired. Retired yeah. because he, yeah. he was he spoke he, he about was it doing a lot three conferences you know yeah. he got
2: yeah, spoke out he, and he used to he play was, his guitar in the beginning of and
0: the he was traveling everywhere so what happened was um we re- we interviewed him several times mm-hmm. and you know when you keep saying the same story over you, you, you go deeper deeper so you start your, your memory starts you remember spinning, more putting yeah. the the piece together so mm-hmm. over time the story changed because he was remembering more and during the abductions, they brain, they might wipe you, but sometimes the trauma is so extensive that your brain starts piecing it together. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a problem that um, the government has when they try to make Manchurian super soldiers, is that they start remembering that's things wow. and they're always trying to fight and they, and they remember things. So uh, when I was interviewing him, it was a long story short, we were finishing a conference and he agreed to come on my show, which was what was it, every Sunday or something. Mm -hmm. And um, we had to rush to a place where we had a quiet. uh, And and, and I was in a car with Jennifer and, and Travis. And, you know, I, if you speak a certain cadence and you just really track somebody and allow them to go deeper and deeper. So he went really deep into his story. And then he remembered, oh, I was dead. So what they, they accidentally killed him. And then they brought him back to life, and
2: so I had that recording
0: of- again. Yeah, they
2: put him where he'd be found. Uh, uh, at- no,
0: no, no, no. You weren't here, You weren't home yet. No, he was in the ship, but they.
2: No, I mean, after where did they leave him after? Oh, I'm,
0: I'm talking about why he's on the ship. Oh, okay. So that's why they brought him on the ship was to they accidentally they killed him because they accidentally killed him, and so that's why they kept him for so, days. so so because-
1: before they before they abducted him. He was actually dead and then they abducted yeah, him. Yeah, they, they, to bring they him shot back, the back to him.
0: beam down to him. And oh. whatever they did because he went out and like said, Hey and and challenged him and they struck a beam and it killed him. So then they oh. pulled him up like a tractor beam onto the ship and then they had to fix him. So that's why he was gone for four days. because they had to allow the healing process. Oh, so wow. anyway, that was Important piece. And so you the said you have that on part.
1: you have that on your show too you said
0: I have that on YouTube on aquarian radio
2: the, the rest of it is they but de- where they deliberately deposited yeah
0: that's part of the story no because so, I want yeah,
1: because when people hear this they want to they want they're going to want to want to hear more about
0: it uh, I, it's on so, like aquarian yeah, so, radio
1: so thank you um, speaks to uh, it's
0: right on. on aquarian radio um YouTube channel okay Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna actually
1: know. try to look for the link myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. For oh,
0: Travis Wolf, and it's probably the last one I did with him because I have a series of them. And, and he's on so the show with you too. Yeah, and it's See? all. Aud- it's just audio it's a podcast, right? No, no. So that's, I have a thousand right. recordings on Aquarian <laughs> Radio YouTube. A thousand podcast recordings that I've uploaded. Oh wow! Past uh, ten years from um
2: mm-hmm.
0: so we've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people and then when 20 how do you disappear you're supposed to be on the screen here
1: <laughs> he's being natural
0: <laughs> he's doing yoga over there <laughs> no he doesn't sit still he came out of the womb wiggling he doesn't like to sit still uh, <laughs> you don't sit still you rocking i too. don't <laughs> I <got it. laughs> you know it makes me when i watch these panels on on regular um news shows and they're all just staring at the screen waiting for their chance but we're like whoo (laughs)
1: that's why i said because it's more natural i mean like i want to connect to the people and i want them to feel like hey i'm really serious about this like i'll laugh i have jokes and i I, hey i can i can do it all too i just want i I like things to be natural i love things natural because we're in a natural world why 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 try to make everything so perfect nobody speaks perfectly nobody looks perfectly nobody knows everything perfectly you can't remember everything you're going to mess up stuff you're going to misquote things. You're going to have, um, you're going to have sometimes have the wrong information. You're going to have the good information. Just be natural. That's all. If, if you take anything else too hard, too much, like some people, like I'll, I'll, um, I'll get on, like, I'll get on Facebook and I, I'll interact with anybody that comments on my stuff. It's just, I have a lot of time on my hands. I, I, I interacting with people with this is different. You know, you don't have too many people, like, who would uh, in, interact with, like I'm? I'll, in basic terms, I'm a nobody. Like you guys, have, like you said, you have thousands of recordings. You got, you have a Ph.D. Doctor Sasha Lesson. You have guys have so many things out there that I'm basically starting from the ground, just trying to learn this stuff. And you guys gave me the opportunity to to share what I've learned. And it seems like I'm I'm on the right path. <laughs> And I got the right people to to help me learn and stuff like that. Like I said, you guys have, you guys worked with with, with Zechariah Sitchin. So why wouldn't anybody want to talk to you guys? You guys have the bread and butter of the information and you have the credentials to back it up. So there's no reason not to.
0: We're just people, funny people. Yeah. So like to say Sasha because we've been talking
1: for a long time yeah this
2: we can we can we can cut it after this if you guys want. we've been talking for a while <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there's much information that Zachariah was totally uh familiar with but chose not to share yeah and, I, 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 can, uh, I read it in his books <laughs> yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll say, he That's says true. that in his
1: books that he doesn't want to share some of that information because sometimes right. some uh, the the negative but, input. I mean, he already has it on his
2: head, so but he cut loose in uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, alternate uh, story that he, he has Gilgamesh's story, The King who wouldn't die. That's mm-hmm. really uh, excellent. I really highly recommend it for because he pulled out the stops when he talked about it. You look at my website first at Mm. And look at Inanna and Gilgamesh, you know, and and there's, there's there's some YouTubes we made about it and everything. That's it, fun.
0: And we're also uh, we were in the Florida conference, and I forget mm. what year that was—two thousand five or six or something. We flew to Florida, which is really far from Hawaii, mm. and um, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and so um, he had written the lost book of Enki right? Was it out? Yeah. He was saying that he had to face open-heart surgery, Sitchin. Mm-hmm. And he really thought he wasn't given very good odds to make through it, you know, because he was really old. And so he he actually sat on the foot of his bed and he prayed to Anki the night of the operation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he says, you know, if you're there and you get me through this operation, I will I will write another book in your honor or something like that. And anyway, he pulled through, but he said before he had the surgery, he was kind of um, all in his head. But when we saw him at the Florida conference, it, there was something different about him. And he was speaking from his heart. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know what happened? When you have open heart surgery, they split you from the top to the bottom and they open your chest. He said, I've had my open my heart after open heart surgery. And it was a great change in her. He was just really uh, more approachable and personable and appreciative of life and, and enjoying life. So that was, and he had his whole family there, his wife and his brother, and mm-hmm. and they were all very supportive of him. And that, that was, it was interesting to see. They had this divine love, he and his, his wife. They were just so cute together. And uh, I think she died uh, before him, so that usually when the first one goes, the other one kind of follows. Right, happened with the, the Queen of England. So, um, but this uh, lost book of Enki was another one. here yeah. I have it right here. or he pulled all stops.
1: I have a copy and of it I'll also.
0: The audience. Anyway, this one's a well-loved copy. <laughs> it's yep, that's the that's the so same. That yeah.
1: Oh no no no! You had it right. You had it right. You had it right on my screen. <laughs> no,
0: it's
2: it's upside down. No, it's it
1: it looks like it looks. It, you might have a, a setting on it and that's that's different because it's it looks right off online. <laughs> the mirror effect.
0: Back with Lauren, yeah. Yeah. anyway
1: I, I have a- I have I have that book too and and what I learned from that book is he took basically all his sources and put it into that well not all his sources but he put as much as his sources from all the books that he read or wrote and uh all the information that he's he he digested over the years into basically like like uh um uh, uh that that lost the lost book of inky book <laughs> I always say that wrong for some reason
0: <laughs>
2: and so, and so- you know, we we've been tacking both onto where he quit, um, uh, following the history and going back further than the part of the history that he chose to share, which in great detail was the history from the days of Sumer, which was you know uh, not that long ago compared to how long the Anunnaki and the other uh, Homo sapiens on this planet had been here.
0: Plus right, we're incorporating- they were
2: here. 150,000 years ago. And Sumer wasn't around until 6,000 years ago. Right. right.
0: Plus, we, we've incorporated all the stories of the previous species. And if you go, uh, um, what's his name? Cuomo? 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 I can't um, The guy who... Uh, anyway, I gotta look him up. He goes back to the uh, billions of years on the Earth. And he, mm-hmm. he talks about cremo. cremo cremo He talks about the giants and he, you know, the digs where they find the enormous, there's some 30 foot tall giants, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15 feet giants. So there's all these different generations of giants. So he uh, cremo talked about how he um, they took samples of this mountain and when right. they went down into the mountain at the you know three billion level or you know, that's where they found the giants. So there, you know, with the earth changes of the um, Nibiru coming through and it makes things change and, uh, our gravity has changed or something changed. So it made us go from super giant, you know, like the the trees were like avatar trees and now they're mm-hmm. small. Everything's small now. So there's these stories about how, you know, these, these changes, and it made us humans get smaller and smaller. Plus we right. interbred the Anunnaki, so I don't know. Some of us are tall. That's why we sometimes have I'll Google that picture with the tallest man and the shortest woman, right? And you go, okay. goodness, how diverse human beings can be, and it's 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 unreal. There's this little tiny person? <laughs> She's like this compared to this giant person, and mm-hmm. you can see the scale of the early humans um, when they were interacting with the Anunnaki. Right. but apparently they put themselves in stasis in the halls of a mentee and project avatars and then come and walk among us so you may All have right. had lunch with an anunnaki or two or three or five or whole family <laughs> they can look like anything and i've i've, I've, I've um, interviewed we have sasha and i have interviewed you know hundreds of uh, experiencers and you know these these beings walk among us and they can shape shift. They can. Uh, there's one species that they they lack a, ba- a finger, so they put on a prosthetic finger, and they, you know, they go they sit everywhere and <laughs> you know, they travel everywhere, and so it's just like Star Trek. They beam down the awake. <laughs> you can tell yeah. who they
2: are, but when they shake hands even if you're weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh this has been good this one's been good this has been good. this has been a good